Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CVT MMA podcast number 10. Today, we're going to be going over UFC 261. Talk about how those fights played out. It was a pretty big card, and I had a lot going on with it. So there's a lot to dissect there. We'll also go over some uh, upcoming fights and some newly announced fights, some uh, some canceled fights, sadly, and uh, give some predictions as well. So let's go ahead and start off with um, UFC 261. Um, huge card, uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, first, uh, first fight back with a full crowd. As a matter of fact, I believe in, in sports in general, the uh, first fight back with a crowd. And featured three title fights. We had Kamara Usman versus Jorge Masvidal, number two. For the welterweight championship, we had Weili Zhang versus Rose Namajunas. Uh, for the women's strawweight belt, we had Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade for the uh, women's flyweight belt. So, we also had a uh, middleweight fight between a middle middleweight rematch between Uriah Hall and Chris Weidman, and a uh, light heavyweight fight between Anthony Smith and Jimmy Crute. Uh, as far as the prelims go, nothing uh, too noteworthy. Um, I will say there were a lot of finishes, um, I believe. There were seven KOs. Let me look at this right. Yeah, seven. Seven KOs. Every single fight on the main card ended in a KO, which is pretty pretty awesome, honestly. Um, so, seven KOs. Three. And three submissions to make it ten finishes on the whole card, which is... Pretty awesome. I think that has a lot to do with the fans um, being there and really bringing out the energy of the fighters. We're not going to go over the prelims, honestly, because there's just not a whole lot to dissect there. Not a lot of big names on there at all. Uh, but we'll go over the main card. We'll start off with the first two fights of the night. Both ended in the first round via um, a leg injury, which is, uh, you know, you get you see one... You see these calf kicks or these these kicks a lot that uh, in fights, but it's crazy to see two back to back like that. So the first one, Anthony Smith landed a perfect calf kick on Jimmy Crute, rolled his ankle pretty much, and Jimmy Crute just was not able to continue. The doctor called it off. He of course wanted to keep going. Um, Anthony Smith was winning, won the first round. Um, it was a really good fight. Uh, for the five minutes that it lasted, and the doctor called it off going into the second round. So that's a win by uh, TKO for Anthony Smith, which is uh, good for him. He's on a two-fight win streak now, I believe. Um, then we'll go into the uh, Uriah Hall versus Chris Weidman. If y'all don't know anything about Chris Weidman, um, he's the one that beat Anderson Silva twice. First time he knocked him out, second time he checked the leg kick. And Anderson Silva broke his leg. And um, this was uh, pretty much frame for frame, movement for movement. Exactly what happened when Anderson Silva kicked him. He kicked Uriah Hall. His leg snapped completely in half, pretty much. He landed on it, and it was over. Uh, it was a pretty gnarly and gruesome scene. And you could hear the fans, you know, just, oh, because um, both of those fights could have been, you know, pretty good, pretty big bangers, honestly. You know, any of these fights on the main card could have easily been fight of the night. 
So to uh, for that to happen to Chris Weidman, <clears throat> especially on his, he's had a really bad couple of, uh, last couple of years when it comes to fighting. He's had really bad luck, and uh, so it really sucks. And it's it's just kind of crazy that uh, that he broke his leg in the exact same way, of, in the same famous way that Anderson Silva broke his leg. And it's, it goes deeper than that. Uriah Hall's last fight was against Anderson Silva for his retirement bout, and he knocked him out. So it's just crazy how how these matches work and how the MMA math never really um, never really adds up. And we'll go straight into the uh, dominant performance of Valentina Shevchenko. She landed an all-time high in takedowns against a dominant wrestler in Jessica Andrade. I ended up getting her in a crucifix position and stopped the fight by TKO in the second round. Um, there's not a lot, honestly, to say about Valentina Shevchenko other than she's um, extremely dominant and, you know, the best flyweight, women's flyweight fighter we've ever seen. Uh, her only two real losses are to Amanda Nunes. And both of them could have gone either way. Um, and a lot of people want to see that rematch. Um, I think Valentina needs to just keep doing her thing. And if that fight happens along the way, uh, then we can see it. But I don't think it's something that we need to pressure. You know, she's five title defenses in at flyweight. Let's let her keep getting some more. I mean, and she's active too. She fights often. I've watched every, all five of her title defenses. So let's let her... Uh, Let's let her get, um, just keep taking down contenders. And I think eventually, if Nunez and her will we'll meet somewhere down the road again, and that'll kind of be a big super fight. Um, going to the co main event, um, Whaley Zhang versus Rose Norman Nunez. Uh, Whaley Zhang being the champion, Rose Norman Nunez being the uh, former, she's a former strawweight champion with a title defense or two behind her name. Um, she knocked Guili Zhang out with a perfect head kick uh, a minute and 18 seconds into the fight, which is pretty crazy because of Guili's last fight, the, one of the greatest fights of all time, not just in, the greatest women's fight of all time for sure, um, the one of the greatest fights of all time versus Joanna Jacek went all five rounds. It was just an absolute banger of a fight, an absolute war, and she really got to show off her chin in that fight. And... Uh, I mean, what can you say? I think they'll run it back. Rose Thomas Nunez is really good. Um, two times strawweight champion. First ever uh, female to get a belt twice in the strawweight division, which is uh, kind of crazy. So, uh, yeah, I think I think they'll, they'll look to run that one back relatively quick because Whaley's really got that uh, star power for the – Asian market. She's a Chinese fighter. So, and then we got Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Masvidal, number two. So, I believe on the last podcast, I kind of went into a little bit of detail about why this is happening and why this fight's happening. Um, Jorge Masvidal stepped in on six days' notice last summer of 2020 uh, to fight Kamaru Usman. Six days notice with no training camp, wasn't preparing for a fight or anything, and it went the distance. It went all five rounds. Um, so the whole narrative going into this fight is uh, 
Jorge Masvidal didn't get a full training camp. Yada yada yada. Let's see what he can do with the full training camp because Kamaru Usman was saying he had a built-in excuse coming into that fight, and uh, Kamaru Usman knocked him clean out uh, a minute and two seconds into the second round after uh, winning the first round. Um, I mean, hit him so hard that the sweat was flying off of his head. I mean, he knocked him clean out. So it was a crazy KO. I was in a bar when it happened in uh, B-dubs. And uh, it was just going crazy in there because everybody, nobody really likes Kamaru Usman. But, at, you know, you might not like his personality, but you kind of got to respect him and uh, respect the things that he's done. He's four title defenses in, and he's about to start lapping. Uh, lapping meaning he's going to, you know, he's fighting people twice now. You know, people are getting a second title shot against him now, and he's about to start uh lapping uh, people I think he'll fight I think he'll fight Kobe Covington next um, uh, and I think whoever wins between Gilbert Burns if Gilbert Burns beats Stephen Thompson I believe Gilbert Burns will need one more fight to be able to uh, get another title shot I think if Stephen Thompson beats Gilbert Burns we're going to see a uh, Stephen Thompson versus Kamara Usman fight which is very exciting. This weekend we got uh, Dominic Reyes versus uh, Yuri Prozinac. Um I think Dominic Reyes will win that one. I don't know why. Um, no basis behind that. They're both just brawlers. Yuri Prozinac, uh, I believe this is only his second fight, the second or third fight in the UFC. So we got uh, Cub Swanson making his return in the featherweight co-main events versus uh, Giga Chickadays. Or chickadees. Don't really know how to say it. Um, Cub tends to, as of lately, lose against a higher competition. So I'm going to go with Giga because he's a young and upcoming guy. Um, we got Ian Kutabala coming back versus Justin Jacoby. I think Ian Kutabala is going to win that one. And one of the fights I'm most excited about is uh, Morab. His last name is extremely hard to say, so I'm probably about to butcher it. Morab. Devalish Veli versus Cody uh, Stammen. Um, both highly dominant wrestlers with knockout power as well. So that one's going to be a, a banger, in my opinion. Uh, nothing noteworthy on the early prelims. Uh, news. Uh, here's some news. Uh, canceled fight between Corey Sandhagen and TJ Dillashaw um, May 8th. They're supposed to headline, and now they're talking about getting Michelle Waterson in there. So, kind of sucks. Uh, TJ Dillashaw's been out for two years due to a suspension for a failed drug test for steroids. So, he's supposed to make his return. Um, we got a banger of a card on May 15th. Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler. I'm going to go with Michael Chandler on that. That's for the light, uh, lightweight uh, championship. Got a five-round co-main event, first in history, between Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz. Um, it's it's always fun to watch Nate Diaz. He brings a lot of hype, but Leon Edwards is going to go in there and uh, work him. We got a fight between Tony Ferguson and Benil Dariush. Um, I'm going to go Tony on that one just because I like him. Those are my predictions for UFC 262. Ooh, the prelims. I've got some good, good fights on it, too. 
Um, we got the featured prelim is Ronaldo Souza versus Andre, Andre Muniz. Uh, I'm going to go Souza. We got Jack Hermanson versus Edmund Shabazian. I'm going to go Jack Hermanson on that one. We got Alex Perez versus Matthew Schnell. Uh, Alex Perez is a beast. I think he's going to win that one. We got uh, Rob Font versus Cody Grabrandt. Uh, the week after that on May 22nd. Recently announced fight card. Um, Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori, number two, for the middleweight championship. I'm going to go Adesanya on that. I think middleweight's his home. I know he just, his, his last fight he lost, but that was at, at 205 pounds, and he weighed in at 203 pounds, fully clothed with a pizza in his hand. So I don't think he really prepared too hard. I think, you know, he was just going to go in kind of around his normal weight. And those, some of those guys are pretty big. We got the rematch between Davidson Figueroa and Brandon Moreno, which is, was a contender for fight of the year in 2020. So that's going to be super exciting to see. It ended in a draw. It was a draw. I think Davidson Figueroa won it. But there was some, uh, I believe, a point taken away or, or something at some point that really uh, stopped that one in its tracks and made it be a draw. Got the return of Damian Maya fighting Bilal Muhammad. Um, I'm gonna go with my boy Bilal on that one. Drew Dober making a return on that too. Um, we got, of course, freshly announced, confirmed. We got UFC 264 Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor in the co-main events. Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Thompson. Um, that's gonna be a banger of a card. I think they're gonna load that one up. I really do. And that's about all we got for this week. Uh, I appreciate everybody listening. We'll see you on the next one.